Today's show is brought to you by TCGplayer.com, the best online marketplace to pick up all of your cards online. If you're looking for new singles from Realm of the Gods, it is the best place to go look. And the best part of all of it is that if you use my link in the description below, it actually supports the podcast. So make sure anytime you need cards, hit up TCGplayer.com, use the link that's always in the podcast description, and it's also in the Discord. and any cards you purchase supports the show. So use the best marketplace on the internet, tcgplayer.com, to pick up your new cards today. My name is Fortune Teller Baba, and you're listening to the Hermit Style Podcast. Now, where's my brother? I need my 10 zenny back with 57 years interest. Welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast. Talking all about the Dragon Ball Supercard game, from competitive play to the world of collecting, with your host, Jimmy Bacon. Yo, yo, yo! What's up, everybody? Hermit Style Podcast. We're back. It is Friday, March 18th. Welcome back to the show. I told you we're back on track. We're, we're running it. Every week, we're back. Normal schedule. We made it. But welcome in. Welcome in. I appreciate everybody for tuning in and, and hearing me ramble. It is much, much appreciated. We got a fun show today. I got Zach and Trevor from the Hermit Style team. They both topped the webcam regionals this past weekend. So I brought both of them on to talk about their day and experience. It was a lot of fun, and um, I think you'll be excited to hear what they have to say. One played a very meta deck, and the other played something a bit more rogue. So pretty cool hearing how both their days went. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, I tell you, it is really hard to want to play Dragon Ball when Elden Ring exists. Elden Ring, gotta be the best best video game, maybe the best video game ever made. Like, this game is incredible incredible anytime i have free time all i want to do is play elden ring if i'm playing dragon ball i'm thinking about playing Elden ring game is great i do hate it right now because i decided uh last night to hop on for like 20 minutes before i went to bed just you know just thought i'd just explore a little bit just run kill a few enemies do whatever and i managed to lose forty-five thousand souls so that was just fantastic so you know it is not a game you should go play when you're tired for 15 minutes because it will end up tragic. But <laughs> honestly, I don't know why this isn't an Elden Ring podcast. Maybe I should do an Elden Ring podcast. If you guys want to hear me talk about Elden Ring, let me know. Let me know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'd be fun. But anyways, back to Dragon Ball. We got Realm of the Gods in. I finally got my product. Not all of it. I'm still literally waiting on some of my product. It's insane. But I got two of my five cases. Two of the cases got canceled. Uh, one case, uh, I don't even know where it is. Tracking isn't updating for it. I'm getting worried. So, And on top of all that, the two cases I opened were not very good. Uh, one of them was the famous Mirakai case. And then the other one, I did pull Vegeta, but the other SCR was Mira. And the pulls, not great. I actually have real concerns about how they're doing the cases. I've been talking to as many people as I can that are opening multiple cases, and I keep hearing the same thing. There are tons of Miras, or not Mira, what's the uh, Meki? There's tons of the Meki Kabori Unison, tons of Toa, 
tons of Zamasu, right? The SRs that nobody wants. And then there is very few of the actual good SRs. Like Android 17, I keep hearing everyone saying from two to four. I've never heard someone so far say more than four. So if you are pulling more than two to four 17s, please let me know. Because right now it seems like it is really skewed and it's on purpose, which that would literally be terrible. I literally pulled 10 Meki Kabora Unison SRs. And I, out of two cases, right? Well, technically 18 boxes because my buddy wanted half of the case. So he got half of it. So I didn't open the other six. But out of 18 boxes, right? 10 Meki Kabora Unison and three 17 SRs. Like that's really bad. The first case definitively only had two, two Android 17 SRs. Meanwhile, I've got 10 Meki. I think I pulled nine Toa, uh, about the same for Zamasu. I think it was around seven or eight. And I was just like, what is happening? Like these numbers are crazy. Uh, so yeah, ter like this set is not treating me well. Actually, it was so bad. I was like, you know what? My luck can't get worse. Let me go pick up some premium packs. So I, I went to my local game store you know, I don't buy as much product from my local game store anymore. Um, it's just not financially responsible for me to do so uh, when I get better deals online. I'll be honest, but I do still support them when I can, you know. So went, bought some premium packs from them. I was like, you know, my luck can't get much worse. Let me let me show some love to the local shop. Picked up six premium packs. Worst premium packs of my life. My best pool was a Goku six drop SPR. That was the best. I pulled a Meki SR, a Toa SR, a lot of foils. I, it was bad. It was bad, guys. So hopefully the set is treating you better than it is treating me. That said, I at least pulled a Vegeta SCR, which is beautiful. I love it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. I might grade it. I might sell it. I don't want to sell it, but I'm at such a loss on this on these cases. I might have to. I don't know. But the card is great looking. I have officially deemed him the birthday boy based on the confetti on the card. So... I will only refer to him moving forward as the birthday boy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, very happy with the cards. Just not happy with my pools. The cards are phenomenal. SPRs look fantastic. Like just amazing, like killer. Cards look so, so, so good. So I'm very happy with my products. I'm just not happy with what I pulled in my wallet. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you need cards, uh, I've got everything up with my TCG player. You can check that out. And uh, but yeah, we have some tournaments to talk about. So and we have some news that dropped. So let's uh, let's hop in the news now. News from the lookout. All right. So news starting off with the tournament results. Yo, first weekend of webcam regionals, Hermit Style crushed it, guys. Crushed it. I am so proud of everybody. We had a fantastic weekend. Um, not so much for me. I'll get into that during results of training. Uh, but it still felt like I did great because literally, all right, both days, almost half of top 16 was just Hermit Style. I was like, this is so sick. So anyways, we had, uh, let's see. So Third place, uh, we had Beriar. I don't know if I said your name right. He's, a, I believe he's a newer member. He's um, one of, I think he's on Team Berserk. He's on Team Berserk. He's up in Canada. He crushed it third place with Ready 7 Goku. Uh, we had Brandel C come in fifth place. We had Armando of Team Hermit Style come in 10th. Then we had Trevor right behind him, also on Team Hermit Style, come in 11th. We had a Super Shy Guy come in 12th. And then Zach of Team Hermit Style came in 13th. 
So <laughs> 10 through 13th literally was all hermit style. Uh, and then shout out to Eric Wash of the North from the discord. Uh, also in Canada, he's a team DBM. He was on the podcast with me last week. Uh, he came in 15th place. We had fallen Knights in 19th. Uh, John Carlo of team hermit style came in 23rd. Bomba came in 26th bearded Andrew or bearded Andrew <laughs> bearded Vegeta whose name is Andrew. Uh, he came in just, just, just barely got in there. 32nd place. Of course, he's team hermit style as well. And then we have to give the honorable mentions to get him who sadly bubbled out was the only X two to bubble out of top 32 and got 33rd place. Um, and that was just day one. That was just day one. Everybody that was for card and magica at core TCG, uh, first place, Took it down was Asian Nurse. That's Frank of Team Berserk. Uh, third place, Joey from you know Joey from Crossworlds, of course, but you know friend friend of the show and is part of the Discord. Got third place. Fourth went to Floopy Squelch. Uh, seventh place went to Pizza King. That's uh, Jared Lopez, our second place and that's finalist. Uh, we had ninth went to Rabbit Squirrel John, who's on Team Hermit Style, who I actually just finished doing his King Piccolo deck profile. So you guys can check that out very soon, if not already on the Hermit Style YouTube channel. Uh, 10th place, we had Who Needs Testing? That's Aspira. Um, 15th, again, Brandel C gets in there. 19th, Mike got in, sadly bubbled out, but 19th place with Baby was still dope. So shout out to Mike. Uh, 20th place, Marcel's Max C. 21st, went to Joku. 27th went to DGF Trustery and 30th place went to Daryl D. Daryl's a great guy and a close friend of Zach on the team. So uh, really, really stoked that we had so, so many people represent in the top cut. That was just so cool to see so many top 32s. And like I said, both days, uh, like literally half a top 16 are members of the Discord. So really, really cool to see that. Very, very proud of everybody and got to give a shout out to the boys out in Australia in the Oceania regional, uh, the oof lad, Mr. Wogboy took it down getting first place, first place, uh, 13th went to Maddie T 19th, Mr. NTA and 27th CEO of Deborah. <laughs> uh, but shout out to y'all as well for representing all the way across the globe. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, very, very successful weekend, very, very successful in the first set of regionals. Let's keep that going. Keep that momentum up. If you did not do well, it's okay. You know, Hey, uh, I'll talk about my experience. I did not end up playing the second day and didn't finish my day the first day, but you know, we're all going to get in there. I fully believe that. Uh, I felt really, really good about my deck. I felt really good playing. Uh, and you know, just got to keep that grind, keep that grind. But, um, but yeah, shout out to all of y'all. Very successful weekend again. Uh, moving on from that, we have Fest is this weekend. So the first of Dragon Ball Super Fest out in Texas. That's tomorrow. Uh, Trevor from the team is out there, Mr. Broken Honor. Uh, and he went out with Mike. So they are both out there repping. I don't know if anyone, oh, John, John Carlo, John, I'm tripping. John Carlo is out there as well. Um, I honestly forget if he's commentating or competing, but either way, we got some homies out there that'll be repping hermit style. So that is super dope. Um, if you are playing in Texas this weekend, of course, good luck. I hope you do well. Maybe this podcast will help you if you listen to it tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is this weekend. And then Miami, I believe is next weekend. Yep. Next weekend is Miami. So 
Uh, pretty cool. It'll be interesting to see how Fest works. That'll be our first set of tournaments with Best of One pre-side. So I'm very, very intrigued to see how that will potentially change what we see in Top Cut compared to what we saw this past weekend that did not have a pre-side. Uh, moving on from that, Ultimate Deck reveals. So the new Ultimate Deck, the one with Cell on the front of it, they finally revealed some more cards from it. And uh, you can check them out. I posted them on the Hermit Style Instagram page. So if you're not already on there, go check that out. I posted each leak uh, so you can see it. Or if you want to watch the video itself, Bandai posted a new direct where you can go look at uh, you can go look at the whole video. They they play with the deck, and uh, it, I, I'm not lie, it's a little boring. Like they played Green Beerus versus the new Ultimate deck. Um, I didn't actually watch the whole match. I just kind of fast forwarded through it to see the new cards. Uh, which is what I think most people did. Uh, but it's very cool that they're at least pushing some content. I, I do like that, and hopefully that helps promote the game. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. I personally was not very overwhelmed by them. I don't think the cards are very good. Um, but who knows? Nick disagrees. Nick thinks they're pretty good. Uh, so we'll see what Nick cooks up. Maybe he can change my mind. On first glance, I don't think the cards look very good at all. Uh, but we'll see. We haven't, you know, We don't have a full reveal yet. And uh, we also don't know what will be released between now. Well, I guess, so they pushed the Ultimate Deck out to May. I can't remember when the next set is slated to drop. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. But we'll see. Maybe there's something with the next set as well that coincides with the Ultimate Deck too. We'll, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I don't like to give a full opinion until we have the full reveals. Uh, what else? Oh, all right. So I wanted to talk about this in the news segment. So God Rare, right? <laughs> the God Rare hype. So basically we have, no one knows the true worth of this card at this point. Like no one knows, right? We see pre-release weekend, it comes out and people I see trying to sell it for a grand and they can't get it. Finally, someone says I'll sell it for 900. Boom, sells immediately. I was like, okay. I see another sell for 800 and I'm like, whoa, okay, maybe it's going to keep falling. Then we have an eBay sale, three grand. And I'm like, what? Three thousand? How do we go from 800 to 3000? Like that is wild. So supposedly there were two sales at 3K. Then there was another sale at two grand. And then we've had a few TCG player sales between 1400 and 1600. And now we've had multiple more sales. A lot of them starting to average around the 1500 price point. So now we have to know, is this just hype of it just releasing or not? I don't know. <laughs> like that is a huge, huge, huge difference. Like $800 to $3,000. We had a $2,200 gap there. So the only time will tell what will happen. No one knows the actual pull rate yet. What I will say is what I have been told is 1 in 10. This is no one from Bandai told me anything like that, but I keep being told one in 10 and I am starting to believe that that may be the actual number, um, especially based off what people are opening. I know a friend of mine opened 12 cases, pulled zero. That's nuts. And I mean, yeah, like it's just crazy. Like the only person who knows for sure is obviously Bandai and any huge store that is opening about a hundred cases. If you've opened about 100 cases or more, you should have a decent idea, at least, of what it is. Anything less than that, I've ranted about this before. I don't need to rant about it again. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, 
there's too much variability that can happen. If your friend opened five cases and pulled one, no, that does not mean your friend just confirmed it's one in five. Math doesn't work that way. I don't need to explain it. If you don't understand that, I don't know. Call it, call your fifth grade math teacher. They can explain it to you. <laughs> um, so it is what it is. I was hoping to pull one, didn't pull one. Um, I'm trying to leverage some trades right now so I don't uh, have to buy it. <laughs> I've got some slabs that are worth a good bit of money that I'm going to see if I can trade into it. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we will see what happens. But if anyone out there has a God Rare wants to get rid of it, I have the normal SCR version I'm willing to trade. I've got some dope slabs. I've got like a PSA 10 SS4 Goku SCR. You know, I got a BGS 10 Goku Frieza SCR. I got some dope winter cards. You know, hit me up. <laughs> Maybe we can work something out. I got a bunch of stuff from the new set. You know, let, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> I want to work a deal. Uh, but anyways... One thing I do think is funny about it is when the SCR was first revealed, right? Everywhere. I see everyone saying it's ugly. It's disappointing. The normal SCR is better. And I saw there was, I was in the minority. There were a few of us saying, uh, this card's sick. I don't know what y'all are talking about. It looks amazing. I need it. Most people said that they would rather have the normal SCR. All of a sudden one sells for $3,000 and I see everyone hyping this card up. And I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like, what what are you actually after here? Do you actually like the card or do you just like that it could potentially get you $3,000? I'm thinking it's the money that changed your mind, not the actual card itself. <laughs> but I just think it's funny. Like, come on, like cut the shit. You know that you your opinion hasn't actually changed. Unless maybe people are seeing it in person. Maybe they're liking it more. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been lucky enough to even see it in person yet. So I don't even, I still haven't got to see it in person. I just keep seeing pictures and videos and I'm like, oh my God, I need it. But it's just funny. It's just something I noticed the entire, I've just noticed like the entire community, a lot of people turning around and saying they love it all of a sudden. And I'm like, weren't you saying two weeks ago you thought this car was overrated and not that cool? <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I am thinking the price will end up settling around a grand. That's my prediction. I think it's going to settle around a grand based off now what we know. Uh, I think as time goes on and down markets, we could see it drop to like maybe 700, 750. I think an up, you know, when we're, when the market's up and it's selling well and cars are getting hyped, maybe we have a catalyst that comes in. I could see the God rare jumping up in value. You know, maybe it's 1500, maybe about the 2k, but I think that a thousand will be a good price that you can pick it up for as a thousand dollars. So I think that's what we're, I think that's what we're working with, but who knows? May, you know, maybe this card goes up to $5,000. Who knows at this point, you know, this game, the market could do wild things. So only time will tell. Uh, other than that, last piece of news before we get into the main topic, uh, there was a leak about Anniversary Box. Supposedly, it is coming, and there are SCR reprints in it. Um, so that is very interesting. We never had that in an Anniversary Box before. So we will see how that pans out. Hopefully, we will get some official word from Bandai over the next few months. But that's really exciting for me. Uh, Long-time listeners know Anniversary Box is my favorite product. So I'm very, very, very excited for that. Uh, they could really do anything <laughs> as long as they give me those dope looking cards with the exclusive anniversary box texturing and gold. You got me like I'm going to buy a lot of it. Don't worry, Bandai. <laughs> you could do anything. You can mess up every other part of it. I'm still going to buy it because I need it. So, 
But yeah, that, that's exciting to start getting some news about the next set of those. And I'm done talking. It is time for our main topic. We've got Zach and Trevor, Mr. Broken TCG on the show. Here we go. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right, everybody. We are into the main topic. I've got both Trevor and Zach of the Hermit Style A team both topped this weekend's regional. Zach and Trevor, welcome to the show. Yo, what's up? Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, bro. For sure. For sure. Uh, I'm pumped. Uh, you guys killed it. Clearly, we had, if uh, anyone didn't see, we had like literally a wall of people from the Discord that <laughs> that topped this thing. It was pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, wanted, wanted to get you guys on and talk about your day and the decks you ran and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, let's just, uh, I guess we'll just jump into it. Trevor, what did you play at the tournament? I played the new release, uh, the red U7 Goku deck. Ah, yes. The new red Goku yeah. deck. The big deck in the room. fire. Ah. Ah, okay. Zach, what'd you play? Uh, I took Blue-Red Soul Striker. Uh, Blue-Red Soul Striker, the deck that uh, everyone told you was very hard to play, and uh, I don't think you agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what they were talking about. The deck didn't seem too hard for me, to be honest. <laughs> Zach is uh, too big brain, huh? Apparently. Apparently that's what's happening. <laughs> um no, that's sick though. That's uh, that's that's pretty unique. And, and oh, and Trevor didn't. Um, all right. So, what actually happened? Because Mike is saying he's the one who talked you into playing Red U Seven and talked you out of playing oh, SS Four. Oh my goodness! All right. So obviously, I pulled I pulled the SER right. You know. Uh, yep, yep. I pulled the SER and. You know, I would just, you know, get being hyped and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sell it. Me, me being sarcastic. But you know what? Mike takes everything too seriously, obviously. Right? <laughs> so, so, um, just thought I was going to sell it. And I was like, bro, I'm not going to sell it, bro. I'm going to actually play it for obviously for the weekend. So, um, yeah, it's all, it's, it was just sarcasm. That's all it was. Okay. Okay. But he's, so he's kind of. He's capping, bro. Let's go and play the deck. But if, if I didn't, if I didn't pull the SCR, obviously I was going to play a different deck. So yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, and then Zach, what made you want to play Soul Striker Red Blue? That's pretty unique. Uh, so the week before, I was between Red Blue Soul Striker and then Set One Frieza. Um, I was a big Icarus player towards the end of the format um, with the Winter League. Uh, so I've yellow's a comfortable color for me. Um, but I tested it the night before and the yellow deck just felt like it was hard to close games with. Whereas the red blue soul striker deck, it didn't feel hard to close games with. Um, cause catastrophic blow is a really fair card and, uh, dealing damage without having to attack your opponent is the best way to win the game. So that's felt the best to play that for the day so nice yeah no that's super cool so um since your deck is a little more unique in that not as many people may know exactly how it runs uh so you're running the cat blow engine can you just talk a little bit about how kind of the deck functions and just some of the cards you ran in it yeah sure so basically what you want to do is play a normal soul striker game of 
getting to three energy, playing your unison and awakening. Um, and then from there, you're just playing blue defense while also pinging your opponent slowly with your, you know, your 20k unison, your, your leader swings, trying to keep them from killing you. Um, and then five or six energy, you slam Rival Seeker, you play the six drop energy explosion Goku on top, and you try to deal two or three damage to your opponent to try to close the game out. Um, looking at my matches over the weekend, I, I, every match I won, except for one that I played, was a, a Kaplow win. Um, I resolved Whoa. it and it helped me push through to get, to kill them. Either kill them or put them to like one damage, and then they can't they can't out combo thirty swings that are safe, you know going to kill them. They have to do that. So yeah, that's fair. it. Kind of it almost reminds me of like um, <laughs> it kind of it's like a more like skilled I guess Android eighteen mil kind of thing. Like I feel like you set up the okay cat blow baby hatch cat blow. <laughs> did, did that happen? Um. So, not really, actually. I I would baby hatch to set up the cat blow, but there was never a time where I would cat blow then baby hatch. It was it was really weird. Like the one match I played, and we'll get into it. I had game in hand. Like I saw the line of play to kill him in like a turn or two, and I had hatch in hand for like three turns. So I was like, all right, cool. Like if he ever tries to push me, I just hatch him and then pass to my turn and just kill him. Um, and that's what ended up happening. He he pushed a little too hard, and I was like, all right, we're just gonna stop this right here, and then. Next turn, I cap blow him, and so it's just an easy game. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, okay, cool. So we'll we'll get more into that when we uh, when we hop into your your matches. Uh, last question before I move back to Trevor, though. What were some of the blue defensive cards that you did play to get yourself to that point in the game? Um, so my unisons in the deck were uh, the SS3 Gogeta unison uh, and the Majin Buu unison. Um, I I don't own baby unisons anymore, um, so I I you know I needed to play a three cost, so that was the one that I played, and I didn't think Great Priest was good for the deck because there's no gods that you can play that you can untap, so I was like that's just out. Um, so the Gogeta is really defensive because he's a 20k, so they have to have either 20k swings or combo up to kill it, and then you bounce their board, which is really good because it you know they have to invest more energy into it. Um, and one game, I actually did have his permanent save me a damage, which was really sweet. Um, and then Majin Buu is just defensive. Uh, you have Beans, Dimension Magics, and then Trunks God Ceilings, and Baby uh, Baby Ape, the counter counter. Is gotcha, a good gotcha. Card, so. <clears throat> nice, nice. Okay, cool. And then, all right, so Trevor, we're ready to seven. I think most people at this point know what the deck is, how it functions. So I won't ask you about that. We've already talked about that a good bit, but one thing I wanted to ask you is there's been a lot of talk on unisons in the deck. Some people are really set on playing the deck. They say the only way to play it is full aggro, no unisons. Some people are saying you got to play the two drop, which obviously is going to be piccolo, right? There's not really another good two drop for the deck, at least that I play. And then mm -hmm. some people are saying, no, that's bad because you can't defend it. You got to be on the three drops. And most people are choosing between Sin and Jiren. So what was your approach to Redu 7? All right, well, my first build, when I first built it, like straight out, out the box, whatever, uh, I did play the Piccolo Jr. Uh, unison. Uh, you know, it's a very, very simple two-drop unison. You know, you you, gotta, you like to draw a card, right? You know, once per turn, draw that card. And that, um, that counter auto, it's not once per turn. You know, it sounds really great, right? But um, we just play testing a lot. 
you just find out that, you know, this unison is getting his ass beat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, so um, you know, I talked it over with Mike and stuff. He was like, yo, the, uh, the three-drop unisons are just, like, the way to go right now. Um, the Senshin Ron, I played the Senshin Ron in my... Uh, in the build uh, for uh, Saturday, and Ascension Ron, it's it's just it just comes in clutch um, so much because the the plus one effect to like neg two cards, uh, neg fifteen, two cards like every turn it just comes in handy, especially during like the mirror match and all that. And um, but the the biggest thing about the Ascension Ron uh, Unison is it's permanent. It's permanent. It says um, you can attack cards. All red cards, so all red cards that you have in your deck can attack cards in active mode. So that's actually really, really good. Um, but um, I haven't tested the Jiren really, uh, but I see why people play the Jiren because the its auto effect is actually really, really great um, for defensive purposes during your opponent's turn. So, um, but uh, when I first played with Ascension Ron, like. Throughout my games all day Saturday, I was ripping cards out of my opponent's hand. Uh, just finding out, because um, it's neg two effect, just you can grab any other card that's 25k or less. Just ripping a card out of your opponent's hand and seeing what they have inside their hand. And with the eight drop uh, Goku, like ripping another card out of your opponent's <laughs> hand. Crazy. It's it's like, like this is like uh, the... Attack power uh, with with the unison, it's just great. Also, so just ripping cards out your opponent's hand. It's like you, it's like low key playing a hand control deck. This while you're just right, right, bombarding your opponent with like hella attacks. So, I mean, yeah, I, aggro is just a form of hand control, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's sick. Was there ever a time where you wished that the sim was Jiren, or were you just happy with sin all day? Um, I was actually happy with sin all day because uh. Oh, it's so easy to like control the board of battle cards during your opponent's um like during my turn. So um like I said, the plus one of the Senshin Ron is like ridiculous. Then if I don't kill anything, like I have my Frieza, my four drop Frieza card to neg anything down by fifteen K. Or I have the four drop Vegeta that um ignoring barrier chooses two cards um by fifteen K and draws you a card. And it's just so much neck power within a deck. It's, it's actually kind of ridiculous. It's like, I'm so surprised that there's so much, um, like, neck, necking. Uh, yeah, just that board control. In the deck. Yeah, there's so much board control within the deck. It's, it's actually kind of ridiculous. Just for, like, one or two energy sometimes, it's it's it's, it's overwhelming, actually. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. No, that's dope, man. That's dope. Well, clearly you did well. You know, Trevor finished, uh, what, 11th place? Yeah, 11th place. There you go. Yeah, and and Zach, you finished 13th. Is that right? Yeah, it was like tied for 12th, but I was listed 13th, so whatever. <laughs> he said, "Play me for it, bro." Surprising, got the invite. <laughs> so like, who cares? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, let's. Uh, I think that's it. Is there anything else you guys wanted to mention about your decks before we jump into your rounds? Uh, I can just shout out oh. the original creators of the deck because. I definitely didn't. This isn't my brainchild. I definitely took this from uh, Frisco Foz, and then he gave it to Chesco and Sublet. Nick Maynard tweaked it. 
And I took Nick Maynard's build and adjusted it slightly. And then that's what I played. So. Ah, yes. Nick Manunu. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. That's cool. Definitely a uh, shout out to them. And that, it was very, very unique. Very, very innovative build for sure. Um, Trevor, anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, for my deck, I'm not going to like buy or toot my own horn or anything like that. But uh, I didn't play a test with this deck at all. <laughs> Yo, but the thing is, like, I'm looking at other people's like bills of the deck. I know, just me. Like, I feel like my deck is like more clean, like cleaner uh, with uh, between the other two U7 decks that uh that topped. But uh, that's just me doing my own horn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that, bro. Nothing wrong with that. And they can um they could see your deck profile on your YouTube channel, right? Oh yeah, yes, sir. Uh broken TCG, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you guys aren't subbed already, I don't know why anyone listening to this podcast wouldn't be subbed to Trevor, but you know, if you're not, jump in there. And um and Zach, you also have a deck profile up, right? I do, yes. I did it with a friend of mine, uh Chris Spencer, on the UniX DBS channel. Check that out over there. Yep, for sure, for sure. Chris is awesome, dude. Unix DBS. Uh, yeah, go check him out. I've done some stuff with Chris before. We did some uh, some live streams. He's an awesome guy. And um, yeah, both both the deck profiles too are pretty in depth. So if you guys want to know more about the actual builds, you can go watch them. Maybe even pause the podcast, check them out, and then come back to it so you can hear about the rounds. That might be a good way to approach it if one of these decks really interests you. But uh, let's just let's just jump in. So. Uh, Whoever wants to start, we'll just we'll just bounce back and forth between the two of you. Go from your first round to second round. So whoever wants to go in first, let's uh just talk about how you started your All day right. round one. All right, round one for me was like uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was a free win because my opponent was still driving to his house. <laughs> Hell yeah! So uh, <laughs> like like I get in there, I'm like, yeah, let's go round one. Like I'm ready to play. Uh, the guy's like, yeah, man, I'm two minutes out. I was like, um, okay, two minutes. Like, I'm looking at the timer. He's like, yeah, then after that, I have, like, set up my setup. Oh. And you're like, no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah. This is, I was like, yeah, this is not this is not going to go in well. So I basically just, you know, called judge, man. That's all you have to do. And, like, bro, like, and the judge came in, and the guy was like, yeah, I'm still driving. So, it's basically just an auto win for me, unfortunately. Well, Zach had a very yeah. different experience. Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> So I get the pairings, and uh, I look at my round one opponent, and it's uh, it's Frisco Foz. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> so it's going to be a, a mirror, and I'm going to get clapped. Um, and I get in, and he's chill. And he's like, yeah, I got to be a dad today, so you get the win. And I was like, all right, sick. I will do my best to rep you today. And he was like, cool. <laughs> that was my round one. Nice. Nice. All right. So we're undefeated going into round two. Oh, yeah. Hell Let's yeah. go. <laughs> All right. So, Trevor, just uh, jump into your round two, bro. All right. Uh, round two, I played against the new yellow Trunks Vegeta deck. And um, it went quite well. Uh, all I did, because it's uh, one of our, one of my, um, uh, locals players, he plays the deck. You know, he had he proxied the deck out uh, before, so I have uh, like a, quite a good feeling against the deck. Um, basically, all you have to do is like 
but with this red universe seven deck, all you have to do is focus on the three drops. So mainly the uh, Vegeta card that you know when he swings, he can uh, KO any rested card in one barrier. So basically, I just mainly focused on that. Uh, whenever that came out, I just like basically like I. I just basically just used board control against the deck and just focused on the three drops and just kept kept on killing its uh, Vegeta. Then um, since I had the Sin Shenron uh, unison, I can attack uh, active modes, uh, battle cards in active mode. So I kept on attacking his uh, Trunks battle card. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a blocker. I was going to say, I was wondering and, if he did that. That's sick. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just wailing on his battle card. Bro. <laughs> and, and until the point... He, uh, he just had like all his boss cards really like in the drop area already. Then, you know, when you have to, you know, like around turn, about around turn five, four or five, you know, just drop the eight drop, um, just blow up his board and keep, get that dual attack double strikes in. So, and that's how I won uh, round two. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, so, Zach, how was your round two? So coming off of the high of the round one win, <laughs> uh, I get onto the pairings and my opponent is our boy, Mike. I'm like, come oh on, man. My I'm God. just hitting the bangers today. Um, <laughs> that is crazy, bro. Frisco, then Mike. Like, yeah, what? exactly. Like, luckily, Frisco left, uh, uh, you know, he, he felt sorry for me, so he gave me the win. And bro, Mike Zach's like, not, am I at Nationals or is this a webcam? Dude, <laughs> that's what it felt like, man. And I'm like, all right, sick. So he's either playing Baby or Hatch, because that's all Mike plays. Uh he was playing Hatch, lucky for me. If he was playing Baby, I probably would just scoop because I hate that deck. But um, <laughs> the, So we were playing back and forth. He's doing Hatch things. I'm just trying to poke in for as much damage as I can just because, you know, he's got all the negates and stuff. He's negating, like, everything. Um, eventually, he lets me put him to five, and then I stick a six drop and cat blow him to three. Um, this was after, I think, he had Gogeta aided me. So he Gogeta aided... And it was kind of nice because he swung with it and, he, you know, he warps the cards from hand. I warped a cat blow and I think something else, but I had one extra card already. So it turned my rival seeker on. So that was wow. Really nice. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So eventually he warped it. Then I got it back, burned him to three. I think like two turns later, I set up um, the cooler. I think it's the tyrannical something the, the triple assault, strike. Cooler. Yeah. yeah. The triple strike. cooler. Oh, I got no, okay. Okay. Board. The triple strike one. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember his and name. I, and I, sw- I was able to get to untap five, swung in with the triple strike cooler when he's at three life. He goes to negate, and I have the baby ape, um, which then draws me a card. And I combo to 60, and, and he doesn't have the combo power because he's running hatchyak with a bunch of negates. So yep. um, I, Capo didn't kill him, but it put him into a point where I could kill him. So um, round two was wow, was pretty sweet. But, but yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a big win. That's, that's definitely a big oh, win. Oh, yeah. I, I was feeling pretty good after that one. That one was... A nail biter for me, but he was like, "Yeah, no, your deck did what it was supposed to do, and you clapped me." So, so yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, those those decks, uh, you know, they do not like burn damage like that. <laughs> no, they do not. Uh, all right, so we're both still undefeated. So, Trevor, mm-hmm. round three. Round three, I played against Android sixteen. So, um, I have a lot of main deck hate, I guess, against that deck because uh, I play the. They kind of play Son Goku, Son of Mastery, whenever your opponent uh, plays a 15k or less battle card. You know, I can just nick it down and draw a card. And mostly all of 
Android 16's like main five drops uh, are 15Ks. And uh, yeah, I just kept on counterplaying everything. I also main deck Quitsakai in my deck. So whenever he like attempt to arrival, you know, uh, he just pitched two cards to the ward also. So I was basically, and Android 16 doesn't really like draw that many cards too. So like he was trying to do a hand control towards me, but I was hand controlling him at the same time also. So that was like really easy. And also, if um, I play this counterplay, the Vegeta Resolve Renewed. Ah, so yes. If he, the, uh, card, the card I've been telling everyone to pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I saw, like, about this card on your uh, your TCG player. Uh-huh. Your foils are ridiculous. They're like 20 bucks. <laughs> I know, they're selling. But anyway. <laughs> yo, anyway. Um, but, yeah, if they attempt to uh, play an Android and you counterplay with Vegeta Resolve Renewed, um, uh, Android will not get played, sent to the drop, and since they uh, arrived from their energy, they don't get that energy back. So basically, they lost a a battle card that it was about to play, and they lost the energy also. So it's like and actually a blowout with uh, Vegeta Resolve Renewed. So that's really good. The um, card is nuts, man. How many did you run, did you say? I played three. Played three, okay. Played three. Um... Play three uh, result of Vegeta's, uh, three Quitsakai's, and the four of the Son Goku Sign of Mastery. So there's a lot of right. counterplays uh, within the deck. And even if I didn't counterplay, you know, you got the four drop Frieza, the neg, anything uh, 15k. And, you know, it's just. Uh, and don't you play um, Yamcha as well? Uh, yeah, I did play Yamcha too. So it's just even more hate so much. <laughs> against the deck. Bro, it's so much hate. Like, so much board control with this deck is like ridiculous. And even if, like, you do allow your opponent to uh, build a board and they say they like try to attack you so much, bro, I main deck Violent Rays too. So it's like. I feel like you have to for best of one. Yeah, for best of one, yes. Uh, I think that was a right call to do. And um would you would you side it for best of three or would you still main it? Uh I'll still main violent rays just because uh really? the wow. format what it is. Um but uh since Android 16 doesn't have that a big of a hand, also like I was saying, uh Son Goku Ultra Mastery, just ripping cards out your opponent's hand is actually pretty good. And um and since I'm uh since they discarding cards out of my own hand, I can with my leader effect I can grab back anything that I actually need. From my drop area, so you know, just grab back the secret rare that they pitched from my hand, play it, and just burn them for game. So that's what I did. Nice, nice. All right, cool. So uh, with another dub, and then uh, Zach, what uh, what happened in your next round? Okay, so my round three, uh, I played against a blue red launch, um, and he, this guy was named uh, he was Gabriel Aguilar. Um, that match, it was, uh, it kind of felt like a mirror match almost because he was running um, coolers as well, um, but he was also running Hercule Boos and Divine Presences and stuff. Um, the match, I mean, it was a, f- it was a normal launch match. I mean, I don't think I started dealing damage to him until like my turn four or five, but at that point, like I was like dealing damage to him. Um, it got him to the point where my kill turn, he was at three life i cat blowed him to one and i started to push damage but then i realized that his deck size was getting really small so at one point he like resolved his double flip to draw a couple cards and i was like how many cards are left in your deck and he said two 
And I was like, can I just show you the rival seeker cooler tyrannical blow? The one where you arrival it and you mill them one. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. So like, I would have killed him by damage if he didn't deck himself out first. Wow. So, that's so crazy. The out there. <laughs> yeah. But like, it was one of those things where like, I think his turn three, he got a double divine presence off, but it was nuts. Cause I had, I take two damage from him cause he was swinging face. I like double D magic to stop his second two attacks of him. And then I played my great, my Gogeta unison and bounced them back to his hand. So the four energy he invested was returned to his hand. Oh man. So That's I don't think dope. he actually, <laughs> I don't think he played them again just cause he didn't have that much time or energy to replay them. Um, so that was, that, that felt pretty good actually. And he was actually, he was actually the guy that I had the Gogeta unison on board. I had a arrested um, calamity challenger Goku he swung in the lead and he like combo two cards to get the launch flips and the draws and stuff. And he was like, you know, naturally he was like 20 K cause he's comboing cards. Right. I was like, right, All right, right. Cool. And I, I just didn't pick my hand up. I didn't take life. I was like, yeah, cool. And I don't take damage. He was like, Oh yeah, the permanent. I was like, yeah, the permanent. He was like, okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> like he was cool about it. Like he, he, he like obviously played into it, but like it, it what worst he was going to do was probably take a marker off the unison or anything. So like, I don't think that cost him the game because I didn't take any other damage after that, but it was right. just a cool little thing that that came up. So, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure, that's dope. Did that? Well, I guess we'll find out. But was that like really relevant for you? That permanent? No, that was the only okay. time that it, <laughs> okay. it, it had resolved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there were other times where like I had him plus an arrested Saiyan, but they would either swing into the unison or they cleared the board. So like. That was the only time someone actually attacked into leader for it. So gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so round three, still both undefeated. Trevor, round four. Round four, I played against Green Go Tanks. Oh baby, was... the easiest match of the day, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it was. It was. It was. No right, offense yeah, to your opponent. Oh, yeah. I, I I have to no, slander no, Green no, Go because... Tanks at all times. He was he was a cool dude though, but because uh, you know you know I bet he, he just picked the wrong deck, by. you know. <laughs> He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Um, yeah, all you have to do is like focus on his SS3 unison, in which I did uh, to get it out there. Um, he did play Gotenks against me once, uh, but we didn't even get to finish our match, bro. Because like I was like I was attacking. I got rid of his Gotenks. I had. Um, I think this is our, yeah, this is turn three because I had my Sinshin run. Um, yeah, I had my Sinshin run, then I awakened. Uh, I plus one, I neg down his Go Tanks. Um, and once I neg it down, I get to play my SS3 Go Goku one hit wonder. Um, so it's just like I just played this for a, another attack extender, so I had that uh, on the on the field. So I had one, two, three. Then I had another freeze on board, so I just—I mean, I just played a freezer, so to get rid of his Gotenks. So, so I had a unison attacker, uh, dual attack 19k, and my leader and my son Goku, uh, one hit wonder. And I was got rid of his unison um, uh, prior to that, also. And once, like, I was about to pass turn to him, like his power went out. Oh, so. Damn. Yeah. That was, man. And I keep, uh, he says power went out. So, you know, I believe him. Uh, it's whatever, though. Uh, and he said, you know, I, I got the game. So, 
Oh, wow. Wow. I was that. See, see what happens when you guys play green go tanks? The universe is against you, you know? Confirmed. So, Your power will go out. Just another, I guess, free win, I guess you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's a pretty positive matchup, though, for you anyway. It sounds like it was already going in your favor as well. Yes, it was. Cool. Not to, uh, not to, I'm not bragging or anything, but it was. <laughs> yes. the, and the one-hit wonder, that's super spicy, too. I really like that. I haven't seen that in as many lists, but that's, I think that yeah. card is really cool. And most people are saying, like, wow, play it. Like, because obviously you can't, like, remove it from your drop area for its second, its activate battle effect. Mm-hmm. But it's just a free 15k battle attacker Yeah. Um, within a deck. So it's just a attack extender. Yeah. No, I like it. It's, it's, been, it's, it's been doing well. I'm not going to lie. It's been, it's been helping. Uh, all right. So, Zach, you're round four. So round four, this was against Yellow Sin. Uh, Christian Pino was my opponent. Um, I believe he's in the Discord. Yeah, he. I think he was on a. He he had won the feature match of the Carter Magica stream the round before. Okay. Uh, it was really funny because I was like, "Weren't you on the feature match?" And he was like, "Nah, nah." <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think he he was playing really bad. Like he won the match, but like I think he was saying he like was you know not playing optimally or people were saying he was like not reading cards or something i don't know whatever it didn't matter um so you know he's done doing normal sin shenron things i'm just trying to like put him to a life total where like he can't awaken himself but where i can easily try to kill him um but i don't do it in time for him to play his unison to awaken and then he does eventually get to six energy but he doesn't six he doesn't pay six for the shadow dragons he's afraid of the god ceiling which was yeah. fair i did have yeah. it um i think eventually he like got an eight drop on board and then played a, a four drop and he sell xenoed me which was really tragic because he was three life and i had planned the next turn to double six drop cat blow him for game um but of course i'm in my 12 card hand he ripped one of the six drops out of my hands so that was Oh man! Uh, unfortunate. He actually did hit the cat blow too, but like, luckily, I could warp it with its own effect and then get it back. So that was fine. But he ripped the six drop, so I was like, all right, well, I have to do something else. So I still six dropped him. I still cat blowed and put him to one. Um, but in the turn of trying to swing to kill him, he tapped out, and he only had like eight cards in hand. And I counted the damage that he could stop, and I could out combo it with what was left in his his deck, his super commons and whatnot. So I just swung comboed out to what I thought he couldn't beat and he couldn't beat it. So I, I killed him there. Um, but yeah, cat blowing him to one is just so strong. Like there's not much they can do about it. Even with the two cards, he could not combo me. So nice, nice. Yeah. That, that's really cool. Um, and also just because I, we will probably get this question. Can you just break down the sequencing of how the double six drop play works? Sure. So, um, normally what I would do is play the three drop. So rival seekers, three energy, uh, play. Um, he has an active main that says, uh, choose two blue, red, uh, multicolor extra cards in your warp and add them to your hand. He has to grab two, which is kind of annoying. Um, cause it's not up to like other card effects, but I guess it's fair cause it's broken. Anyway, grab two and you can play up to one six cost multicolor sun Goku. So in my deck, the energy explosion card, um, when he plays on top of, the goku or when he's played in general you sack off three energy from your energy area to the drop area and then you grab three cards from your drop area you play them in your energy ignoring energy exhaust in active mode um so basically that play turns into a net zero energy cost because the rival seekers three and then the 
the six drop is re-standing three energy. Um, so my play there was to go charge to six, play the three drop, grab the six drop, re-stand to six energy, and then just hard cast a second six drop, which would then in turn untap three energy, which which would uh, wouldn't matter because I'm capitaling it for game, but it's enough to like pay one for the catastrophic blow to hit him for three damage. And then each six drop deals an additional damage the first time you were to deal damage to your opponent. Um, so a cat blow deals one damage by itself, and then each Goku makes them deal additional damage to your opponent. Um, yep, there you go. That so. is three. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's And then, so what are, what are the best ways in that deck, the way you're running it? Like, how do you get the Rival Seeker online? So I... Every game, I would charge a blue-red turn one, because um, luckily Rival Seeker is only specified red, specified one specified red. Right, um, right. So you just tap the one blue-red and then two other um, mono-blue cards. Um, and then the six drop can actually sack off a monocolor card and grab a multicolor. So in essence, you're charging them for yourself, so you don't have to waste a turn having a card come in tapped. Because I wasn't playing the Mecha Frieza check land, to play it untapped. Okay. Um, so normally I would just charge the one on turn one because no one's most often no one's going to put a lot of pressure on me turn one. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but um, and then that just helps me the rest of the game to have the one red I need for the rival seekers, the coolers, um, and then the extra cards. So, gotcha. And then what about the um, getting those extra cards into your warp? So yeah, so. I run. I ran two catastrophic blow and then one emperor's death beam. Both of those have their own inherent effects. Of if they're in the drop area, you can warp them to look at the top card, and if it's a multicolor extra card, you can add it to your hand. Um, so that actually that effect came in handy exactly one game when I had an emperor's death beam in hand and I baby hatched my opponent. I discarded the death beam and then yep. on my turn I warped it and then I that was my second card in, in warp and I grabbed it back. Um, the other way I can do it is. Um, I run two of the Trunks time regulators. So he's a three overrealm. You draw two and you warp a card. So he is able to gotcha, dig yeah. further and then just warp all these useless extra cards that I don't need until I need to kill them. So, Yep, that, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> that definitely makes sense. Cool. All right, cool. So we're still undefeated going in now to round five. All right, uh, Trevor, talk to us about it. Round five, yellow sin Shinron. Oh baby, another sin, huh? That deck seemed very popular. Uh, it's a very very uh, great deck. Uh, it's a really really good deck. Um, I lost this round, uh, unfortunately. Oh man. Um, that tap six is actually really really. <laughs> it's actually just, it's wild. And you're able to like bring back that much uh, battle cards. Just, I mean, you do tap six energy, but um, I lost this round because of the Mechikabura uh, Unison, and he had a Putin out also at the same time. Oh man! And, uh, oh, that's rough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Putin and Mechikabura, and you know, you try to you're trying to uh, control the board. Uh, all at the same time, it's it's really hard because all my battle cards, you know, they have to activate main to uh to bring something out and whatever uh, poutine, you know, if I do like try to bring out my 
uh, Goku, Poutine would just rest it, so I won't be right. able to get my. And then know, they steal it the next turn. And you know they could still, yeah. <laughs> they, they <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, granted, that did not happen, thank God. But um, just throughout uh, attrition of battle cards, um, it is uh, they won um, at the end of the day. Uh, with obviously that nine drop is actually like the nine drop Senshiron uh, is actually good against this deck also because all you have to do is just play the play that battle card and I'll just play my battle card and just just like you know negate your effects so I can't really do too much to that deck. Um so yeah it's just throughout attrition he just uh beat me fair and square. Um I try to do as much as I could against the deck because I do play uh violent rays. You know I try to I try my best against that deck and I just couldn't uh, get the win off of it, so uh, it's actually one of my worst matchups. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, are I, there I, are there I any changes about... you'd make to like try and because I mean we're in best of one, you can only main for so yeah. many things. So you gotta let something go. But Sin did seem pretty popular. Are you planning on trying to tech anything to help you in that matchup? Um, for the deck, um, I already main deck the Violent Ray, so that actually helps against uh, against the deck, but um. I guess I will tr have to try. Uh, I want to try out the new Realm of the Gods, the red extra card. Right, right. Have to get rid of the uh, nine drop. Or there's also the the old SR that came out of, I think it's set fifteen, the the gigantic meteor. Yep, yep. It was last uh, set. Yep. Yeah. So basically, if your if your leader is a red saying. It's a three-drop extra card. Uh, you get to reduce it by two, so technically it's just a one-drop extra card. And uh, you get to board wipe your opponent's um, side of the field. That adds up to 30K, so um, just for one energy. So it's not actually too bad. Uh, so I'm going to try to tech out um, that card for Ascension Raw 2 so I can just, uh, just go ahead and snipe the nine-drop board. So I can like focus on the Mecha Gabor uh, Unison if it ever comes out. So yeah, uh, that was a hard match. That's a hard matchup against the deck since everything comes out. Um, since you don't usually hard play anything, everything comes out as like an active activate yeah. main. So yeah. uh, tough matchup against that, and uh, yeah, I still have to play test against that. <laughs> uh, deck. Um. Yeah, no, that seems tough, but th those cards could definitely help. They could definitely. That's what I was gonna say. If you if you're planning on trying Realm of the Gods, um, mm -hmm. but Gigantic Meteor is pretty cool too. I know Jerry's really big on that card. Um, all right, so first all the day, that's okay. Obviously, still still went well, and still a lot of the tournament to go. Um, Zach, how did your round five go? <sighs> um, well, oh, I followed in Trev's footsteps. Oh man, uh, this is my first L two. <laughs> Um, it was actually <laughs> on the the stream, the Carter Magica stream. It was against our uh, our own Brandel Cantu in the Discord. Oh right, right, right. Um, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, he was playing Gogeta Zeno, uh, and he won the die roll, and he he like mega high rolled. It felt like uh, he did. So he went turn one Goku one drop. That makes it so I have to warp a card when I negate. So I'm like, all right, well, he's probably just gonna like play a thwarting and like deal four damage and it'll be fine so i charge a blue red he goes turn two uh play a vegeta that makes me warp if i untap so I'm like all right 
So you go to swing with Goku, goes down to six, because I had swung into him for a card. Swing with Goku, uh, Vegeta, go to five. Swing with lead, go to four. Untap the energy he played the Vegeta with. At this point, he's got like 10 cards in warp. Um, he then pays the two energy for the new trunks out of um, set 16. Um, I forget the name of it. No, Power Awakened. Yeah, has got 20k dual attacker. Yep. 20k dual attacker. So he plays that for two, swings twice. I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I think I'm awakened at this point, but like I combo out of one, take the damage of another or something like that. And then the trunks made it so he had exactly six cards in his drop area to then overwhelm for fighting against fate. Uh, so he swings <laughs> with another dual attack, 25k. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I just go to two here. And then he's like, pass. So I'm like, all right, six. So my turn two, I'm at two life. I charge a blue, a mono blue, and I'm like, swing with, you know, swing into, I think the Goku somewhere. I swing somewhere and then combo up to enough to get six in my own drop to then secret identity. So I managed to clear his board. So I'm like, all right, I have, I think I had one energy or both energy open at this point. I had decent amount of stuff in hand. It was a lot of one cost 10K and like extra cards. So I'm like, if he just thwartings me or whatever, like maybe it's fine. And then he goes, draw, charge, swing with leader after, I think he put a mirror a unison on board or something like that. Um, and I'm like, all right, like no negate. He's just going to swing with lead. If he combos a bit, I'll like take the damage and go to one and try to out combo or I have like double D magic, something like that. Swing with lead, no negate. Uh, combos his whole hand. Tap one for Champa. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so he combos to like 60, and I think I could get to like 45. I'm like, yeah, you got it. And he's like, yeah. So I drew the Champa off the leader swing. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then Holy I was talking hell. to him a little bit afterwards, and he was like, yeah, I only run one of the trunks power awake. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> not only does he mill the trunks in his top 10, he drew the Champa off a lead swing. I was like, there was just no shot at me winning that game. So, yeah. <laughs> He, he clapped me on that one, but good lord, yeah, that is that is one hell of a high roll for Gogeta. That deck ceiling yeah. is just insane, man. Like insane. Well, it felt it felt worse too because he comboed his whole hand, and he was like, "Oh, if you out comboed, I still had an SS three thwarting and a Beyond All Limits in hand." I'm like, "Bro, you won! Like that yeah. hurts so. Good. Like, there's no shot I win that game. Like you just had everything." But oh yeah, that was good. He played it well. All right, so Trev and Zach take the loss round five. Moving into round six, uh, do we turn it around, Trevor? Oh, yeah, turn most it definitely. Back. Turn it back. Um, <laughs> oh, I played the mirror match. Um, oh, interesting. Okay, I'm excited to actually hear about this. Yeah, yeah. so so the mirror match, uh, my opponent, uh, like we was, we was talking uh, at the beginning of the game, and, you know, I was like, how the mirror matches were uh, for him. And he was like, yeah, like other people were playing the, the Piccolo junior unison. And it was like, I was like, I think that's just the right way to go. I'm like, okay. Uh, we'll, we're about to see right now. Cause he said, it's weird to play the three drop unisons. I was like, well, I'm about to show you the difference between <laughs> those unisons. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so basically, um, you know, obviously, um, and I I did win the die roll, so that that the die roll is a big part um, yeah, big. of the um of the mirror match. So uh so we're just playing a game. Uh, you know, you just want to build your board up, but you want to build your board up to a certain extent so you don't get blown out uh, by um, 
his battle cards because obviously we play the same battle cards because the the four drop Frieza is like a big um a big contender within the game because he next fifteen just for one energy. So um like the Frieza is like a main pivotal point uh within the deck. So but anyway, uh you're he plays the on his turn too, he plays his uh unison, the Piccolo Jr. Unison. Yeah, I'm the like, yeah, that's fine. And so my whole focus within the deck right now is basically just focusing on that uh his unison um and his battle cards at the same time. So I on my turn three, I play my Ascension Ron Unison. Uh I neg down fifteen um to his battle cards. I awaken. Um so I'm I'm untapping an energy. So I, I play another Frieza to neg everything else down. Uh, on his board, and he has no counterplays or anything uh, against mine. So, uh, turn three, I have my leader swing, my my Sen Shenron. Since I next him down, I play my SS3 Goku also. Um, Nice. And I uh, have my SS3 Goku. Then I also had the Piccolo, um, the King Piccolo 3-drop. Oh, new uh, ruler. Yeah, yeah, new ruler also. New ruler uh, with the Frieza. So I had a dual attacker, a double striker, um, a free attacker, Ascension Ron, and my leader swing just going at him. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's a lot. It's, I, it's like, a lot. It, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of attacks just for not much energy uh, against him. And, you know, uh, just blowing his um, unison out the water. And uh, I noticed uh, between um what we were doing like he was a taking a lot he was taking a lot of hits um uh, like really early in the game and he just uh just it's not common out of cards and stuff like that so i like i oh man so basically what I, I was doing like i was protecting my life at all costs um at the beginning of the game and it basically um how basically, how high of a life total were you staying at i was at the end of the game i was uh, like around six energy, six seven energy. I mean, not life. energy, but six, uh, six seven life. Were you defending? Um, like, when did you start defending your life? Were you defending your life from the get go, or did you did you go down to seven from, first? From the get go, like exactly from the get go. Uh, I obviously I did take the um first hit. I always take the first hit just because. Okay, you know, so you did go to seven. Yeah, I did go to seven, but uh, throughout the game, um. Throughout the game, I did go down to uh, five life. Um, he did bring out his SS. Oh, not the SS four. Um, he did bring out his secret rare first uh, before me because I milled okay. my secret rare, right? So I was at five life to his to his one life, right? So he's at one life. I'm at five, and so he's got to uh, kill you, right? Because like he knows he you have your SCR. Correct. He has to kill me. Um, he attacks. Um, I uh, after image on him, so I just neg his uh, CR down by ten, and I get plus forty k, obviously. And um, you know, I combo out of that also because I think he combo try to. Whoa! I think he, took he tried to combo out of that. No, no, no. He uh, comboed after the second swing. Uh, so okay. Um. After image, obviously uh, the secret rare has dual attack. Uh, he I, he attacks again. I take the three damage, so I'm at two life, 
And, you know, he just burns me for one, right? So I'm at one life. So we're both at one life. And um, he had no other swings. So I'm just like, all right, cool. Oh, that's game. And I literally just, um, Esther, he just passed turn. I grabbed my secret rare from my, uh, from my drop area. It just tap for energy and you just burn them. Yeah. Burn them for game. So, yeah, that's, that's that was, it right there. Yeah, that was it right there. So, it was really, um, it's really another attrition heavy game that you have to know, like, when to, um, check yourself, um, against because basically the secret rare and the eight drop is like the big things in the mirror match, obviously. And also between, um, between me and him, I, I'm pretty sure that he wasn't running Violent Rays where I was running Violent Rays. So um, uh, the Violent Rays was actually really huge because all the dual attacks uh, from the Secret Rare and the 8-drop doesn't really uh, matter after you... Uh, they, can't do their, they, they can't do their dual attacks, so right. uh, it helps out um, in, during a mirror match, so it's really, really good uh, for that. So yeah, I basically just uh, burned my opponent for game and... Yeah. So it sounds like the Sin Shemron Unison worked well. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, against the the two drop Piccolo Unison. Yeah, the the difference is actually really huge. Yeah, seems like uh, it. Especially, yeah, especially the the Sin Shemron that you're able to uh, look at your opponent's hand and just rip a card out your opponent's hand and just getting all their battle cards out their hand. It's 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 a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, cool. So we get we're back on track. We got the win. Um, Zach, how did your round six go? Uh, so round six, I played against Daniel Dalby. Uh, he was on Mono Blue Soul Striker. Um, he was a cool guy. Uh, we were playing a grind game for the most part. So Soul Striker mirror for for the majority of the game. Um, I actually don't remember too much of what happened. Um, towards the end of the game, I planted a six drop. I think through a rival seeker. And cat blowed him to one. And basically, I had the second in hand. So in my head, I was like, you have to clear board or you lose. He eventually, he does clear the board. Um, but then he plays the Mechakabura Broken Seal. And I'm like, oh, man. So if he calls a six drop, like, that's wow. going to be rough. That's crazy. Because, like, I can't play it. Uh, but he ends up calling the Goku three drop. So... Oh, man. I think he was banking oh, on me no. not just having another six drop in hand, but he passed turn after that. So I just drew for turn, hard cast the six drop, yeah. played the cap low, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, you should have called the six drop, and it would have forced me to have to attack and try to do." And I think he said he had baby hatch, so like if he had called six drop, it would have wasted oh, another turn. Man. Yeah, or like I would have had to have charged like a third blue red energy because cap low for some reason is three specified red. Um. So it would have had to have been charge blue red, try to swing, try to untap it with the bean, and then cat blow him like hard cast the cat blow. Right. Um. But yeah, it ended up to, it, it ended up not mattering. Wow, so, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, so that's did, a feel bad moment. That was yeah. Man, that was now, all right. So let's let's flip it the other way though. Let's say he calls a six drop, and he gets out of your attack. Like he baby hat he baby hatches. Well, first, if he baby hatches you, did you have the golden ape? I don't think I did. Okay. I think I was thinking like, okay, like if, like it was one of the things where like, or if I did have the golden ape, like I tapped down, it would have been all five energy untapping two for soul striker. And, but then I wouldn't have been able to untap everything to cap low. And I would have had to have tried to combo out through, I think he had like 12 or 13 cards in hand at that point. 
like at that point, like I wasn't caring about his car hand size because like I'm gonna kill him with Caplo. Like I don't need to know. Um, okay, right, right. So yeah, and if he like even if he so like even if he baby hatches me, and I don't have the baby ape, I don't untap my blue red. But like then he has to try to kill me. That's what I was getting turn, at. Could he kill you the next turn? I don't think he could have. I okay. had I think enough. I think I had enough defense to where. I would have been able to just because I think I was still at like four life because I was defending. I was sitting at four life, like apart from the Gogeta Zeno matchup, I was sitting at four life a whole game or the whole day. Um, no one was putting me below that much life. So wow. it would have been hard for him to clear through everything, even with his hand size that he had. So interesting. Hmm. I feel like I don't know. I, I feel like Mono Blue Soul Striker is just really at a disadvantage there, though. Like, I, I feel like the game is <laughs> going to go long and then eventually. You just like do what you like. You just burn them, right? Right. So like the difference between my build and Mono Blue is Mono Blue is playing a very fair game, trying to like out resource with energy and like do all this cute stuff with like <laughs> he's running like new three drop Vegeta. That's like really good card, right? But like and you're like that's I don't cool, care. bro. <laughs> yeah, burn you burn for you, free. Bro. Like you're dead. Like it doesn't matter, right? So like and there's no way for him to stop that besides like a god ceiling, which I was making sure to keep his unison at one like one marker. Um before i went for that play um so yeah so it, it's just an un- i think it's just an unfair advantage for blue red because of that <laughs> that that top end that just kills them so that's what <laughs> i'm just thinking of your trademark um nice insert card here idiot <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like nice mono blue deck idiot like i'm just gonna burn you for a game <laughs> no this is no offense to his opponent this is that's no, like no, no. zach's signature how did that where, where did that come from so we, I was testing with uh, uh, my Virginia group of friends on uh, Untap, and I think it was Armando and Jay and maybe Kyle were all spectating on Untap, and I wasn't in the Discord. And I think Armando thought I couldn't see him like typing in chat because he has like the little gem on Untap or whatever. Okay. So he was like, "Can he not see me typing?" And I said, "I can see it. Nice five dollars, idiot." Because he, it, I thought he had paid the five dollars to get like the extra like pizzazz. Oh on yeah, Untap. yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I still can see it. Nice $5, idiot. And he, he just thought it was the funniest thing. So. <laughs> that joke that joke happened like before Nats, and it still pops up in our chat, I feel like, every day. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so good. It applies to every situation, too. Like, you can use it for anything. It's so great. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, six. So both of you are back on track. You get the win round six. And this is what, an eight-round tournament, right? So there's two rounds left? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, All right. So Trevor, moving in second to last round, how does it go? Um, I played against, uh, I played another Android 16. So it's my second Android 16 of the Wow. Interesting. Okay. And I uh, played Jared Lopez. Okay. And, um... It was an interesting, it was an interesting, uh, match. Uh, he was playing heavy hand control. Uh, within the deck, and um, uh, I think I, f- I forgot who went first, though. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I think he misplayed because I did Kawitsukai on one of my turns, and he was and I I know he was running low on cards in hand. I played Kawitsukai, um, and he actually played a card. I was like, I was so surprised they actually like try to combo out and you know, right, tempted to play to play anything challenge, on my yeah. turn. He took the, he took the challenge because um, he 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 uh I forgot what he arrived arrivaled I think it was the six drop 
six drop Android sixteen. Okay. Uh, but um, but but he still like ripped two cards uh out of his hand just to warp to uh, just to to defend himself. And uh, this is like turn five, so I did. I I played the eight drop again to like board wipe his board. So, and I uh, attacked him, looked at his hand, ripped another card out of his hand. So he only had like one card in hand. Uh, he took the damage, and I attacked again uh, with it. Uh, basically, he just couldn't come back. Uh, I guess from all the hand. How, how many cards were in your hand, and what was your life at? I my my life. Uh, bro, I can't remember what my life was. I think I aw- awakened. I think I'm like at around like five life to his. I think it was actually pretty even, like to his five life also. Okay. But okay. uh, but like I said, he's not drawing cards on his backside of his leader. Right. Right. So the game's is, starting to just skew. Like it, it's starting yeah. to lean towards you the longer it goes. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't think he has a way to get rid of the eight drop Goku unless he plays the no no no. Uh, because uh, one turn he arrived the seven drop, um, Android sixteen. Okay. And he popped it. He popped my eight drop with the four drop, uh, Android twenty one. That's the blocker and all that. Yep. Yep. Um, but that was his uh comeback play. But after that, I just uh, played the secret rare, and you know I just attacked them again and attacked them again with the uh, dual attack triple strikes and all that. Then I burned them for game also. But Damn, it's, another, it's a hard another to, burn for game. Jeez. A, yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to explain because it's basically just attrition of I keep saying attrition of battle cards. But it's literally you just blow just blow up your opponent's board it, like to board up opponent's board every single turn if they do uh, build up a board and uh yeah you just, you just go swing face it's an aggro deck so that's yeah. all i did nice what well, that's a that's a big win bro that's that's big he was that's that's yeah. your second place national finalist that you took down so that's that's uh that's yeah. huge it was, a, it was it was a great game uh he played well obviously but i did the only thing i say it was sketchy was him playing into the Quitsukai. that was the only thing I was I was shocked that he did that, but yeah. other than that, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great game. Nice, yeah. J- Jared's a great guy. He was he was on the pod yeah. and uh, he he helped out yeah. in the charity event this past weekend too. Yeah, he's he's dope. He's dope. He's cool. He's cool. So good people for sure. Um, all right. So Zach, how did your round go? So this round, it was another Yellowson. It was um, oh Jodat Wast. So Jodat. many of those deck. Jodat Wasti, I think, is how you pronounce it. If I mispronounce yeah, it, I'm terribly yeah, he's, sorry. Uh, he runs Team Berserk and the um, okay. the oh gosh, DBSL, the like Canadian yes. uh, fight night. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And if I mispronounce your last name, I'm sorry. I'm incredibly white. Um, <laughs> so in that game, it was okay, obviously it's another Sin Shenron matchup. Um, so you're trying to like poke for damage um, while also clearing their nine drop because the nine drop really cucks the uh, the six drop coming in. Um, I actually did push him to three damage or three life like really early. I like let him awaken. I was like, whatever, let's just try and see what happens. Um, and I, I, it was funny. I was like, all right, let's push all this damage, get him up as many cards in hand as possible. And then tyrannies cost him to put him back down to 10 and see if where we go. Uh, <clears throat> eventually I like 
get to six energy. I'm able to somehow clear his nine drop after he, and then he like hard, he like played six for the, for the, all the dragons to come out. I got sealing them to hand. So it was funny because he had like 20 cards in hand. I dropped for turn. <laughs> I double six drop him. And at this point, so at this point, I, I have to give some context. At this point, I'm at like six cards in deck and I haven't seen a cat blow. Holy I, he's shit. been at three life for like five turns now. So I'm just like, all right, well, oh I need my this God. eventually. Like, what's going to happen? So, like, I'm luckily I grabbed. <laughs> How many cat blow do you run? Two. I only run two. Okay. I found out okay. later that one was in my life. So that was what was going uh, on. It was actually, okay. I think, the top life on my four that I had <laughs> left. Um, so it was like six cards in deck. I eventually, like, I Rival Seeker back a Tyranny's cost. And then I use that. I use the Invoker effect on my six drop to pay one for it to then draw two. And I'm like, all right, cool. So you're going to start shuffling back. And as I said, you're going to start shuffling back. I drew the cap low. And I'm like, just kidding. I have the cap low. I'm going to deal three damage. To <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's fine. So, so yeah. So that was a pretty, uh, I would say easy win. Cause like he like saw the Mecha Kabura unison. He like got multiple nine drops on. So like, oh, that was the other thing too. I think against Sin that day, I only resolved my leader's backside attack effect like twice. Um, because it, they just kept like playing the four drops and they kept like, keeping him from swinging um so a lot of those games i was just playing off of the energy that i had because my my leader just couldn't swing um but yeah three three damage that they can't deal with is 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 very very unfair um so i i took that game too what did what did you do earlier in the game that pushed them down to three uh so i was running a small cooler arrival package so that's what i was doing i was just like playing coolers and just swinging playing the unison all my unisons are 20ks just swinging with them um okay I played a couple of Calamity Challengers, and I think I swung with them too. So, gotcha. Cool. All right. Well, not, and wasn't that on stream? So yeah. So the the back end of that game was on stream. It was actually my kill turn. They they got on stream where I like I secret remember, ID. Yeah, get, that's right. Okay. Okay. I, I thought that was the one I watched. My, yeah, extra cards in the warp, and then and then play the Rival Seeker into the six drop into the other six drop, and then Tyranny's cost, and then show him the cap low. So yeah. So we didn't see majority of that match on stream, but I it was the the money shot as you'll say nice nice yes sir all right so round seven we get the so you guys are x1 going to the last round of the tournament that's nuts uh yeah trevor how does your last round go well obviously i fucking lost (laughs) (laughs) bro all right girl i got my ass whooped all right what Oh no. Oh no. Who did you play? I played played against I think his name is Jesse Alvarez. Okay. Um yeah, he's the only person throughout the whole tournament that forced me to awaken um when I did not want to. So basically he forced me to awaken uh turn two. Oh my Um, god. Bro, it's aggro in that deck is ridiculous like especially with the one drops like just keep on attacking this uh one drops and obviously the uh the thorning of the dark empire uh just warping all the cards on my side of the field and just him just doing the uh double strikes and just him with the 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 overround the one drops <laughs> the unison the it's funny because you're still flustered about this match he's like brother the double strikes and the attacks and there's the one <laughs> the thing is all right because all right so i it's like a bad nightmare being replayed I, I i get to survive right um granted he forced me to awaken so 
I couldn't play my unison at all. Like, yeah. if I play my unison, I just automatically die. So, uh, my turn three, you know, I play a battle card, maybe two, I can't remember. Uh, but I leave one up. I leave one up because I have Violent Rays in my hand, right? So, okay, cool. Uh, I did all my attacking, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's at four He's at four life. Um, I forget how much life I am, but it's really low. <laughs> and, um... And I just keep violent rays in my hand, and I'm just like pass, right? So um, it's his turn. He energies. Uh, he's at four. Yeah, he's at four energy now, and um, he's at four energy. And he just swings with his leader first. I'm just like, oh shit, yes. So uh, as like uh, negate uh, violent rays, called you know, obviously battle cards, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so he was like, damn, okay. So he has authority there. He can't attack with authority. Um, but he does have the one drops on board. Right. So I did have to play into the one drops. I was like, oh, fuck. Right. All right. So, um, he, he's playing his turn. He, um, uses his leader effect to boost up his one drops. Correct. Um, so to become like 15 Ks. Um, um yeah. Then, right. Yeah. Yeah. To become, um, uh, Technically, fifteen Ks. Yeah, boost um, two of then them. Then yeah. he's, um, he boosts the he boosts the effects the power attack up again. I think the PyCon does the PyCon unison uh, boost the one drops up. Uh, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Yes, I believe it's okay. PyCon yeah, yes. That. So, so I'm just like, oh my goodness, he misplayed. It's like, yo, I can survive a whole nother turn. Because basically they're twenty Ks now, so I was like, and he went to like he's calculating stuff in hand. He asked me how many cards I have in my hand, life, blah blah blah, and he was like, "Yo, um, attack with one drops," and I was like, "Can't attack, I violent raise you," because they're all they're all twenty five Ks at that point. He was like, "Oh my goodness," he's like you're right. I was like, "Yeah, whoa, man." Whoa. I was like, I was like, so. He You're like this so, is my chance. <laughs> this is my chance, baby. I was like, yo, this is my chance right here. He has one energy up. And I was he was like, oh damn. I was like, yeah, pass. So I forgot how much uh life I was at, but I know he's at four life and he has one energy up, right? Um okay. I think he has like four or five cards in hand. Pretty sure like five cards in hand. Uh I draw for my turn and I'm thinking. So my only and I charge, so I'm at four I'm at four energy. So I'm thinking. Uh, I have this eight drop Goku. You no, know, I can play the eight drop Goku. Uh, attempt to uh, still uh, still card out his uh, out his hand, and just do a dual attack double strike out of his hand, or I can just attempt to play my secret rare. Right. So, I think I was like safe to say I think in the secret rare right now is the best bet. Um, in my head, I was like, if he has petrification, I lose. Right. That's it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, man, if he has petrification, like, oh my god. I was like, bro, if he if he has, if he does not have petrification, I have this dual uh, I have this dual attack triple strike 40k that negs your leader down by five. Yeah. Oh, that's game. Go in right yeah. Now. Right. I was like, yo, this is game right here. I was like, I told him, I was like, bro, if you got it, you got it. If you don't, this should be it. Um. I played I played the Vegeta, I swing, and you know he petrifications. Oh. oh my goodness, you had it. 
And I was like, oh my God. I was like, bro, that's game. He's like, then like, you know, I was like, good game and all that. You know, we're packing up, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he won. And he asked me, he was like, bro, why don't you play the eight drop? I was like, I was like, do it. I was like, wouldn't it matter? It wouldn't even matter because, you know, you have petrification. He was like, um, if you if you play the eight drop and um, board wipe my board, and when you swing, you, you can like rip the petrification out of my hand. I was like, what? I was like, no, that's not how the card works. Mm-hmm. So basically, in his head, when I swing with the Goku, he's not allowed to petrification. Uh, petrification. Use petrification. That's so wild. I'll basically. So basically, so if, he if played I played Goku, he wouldn't have petrification. Goku, he would have not petrification me. Oh my god! And, and I obviously will rip petrification out of his hand. How bad did that and feel? I, I I felt bad, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I want to say it's salty. I just, I just, um, all right. But like the way you gotta just, look at just, it though, like if he's playing correctly and knows how his cards work, like you, yeah. yeah, it was you lost fair and square, right? So, like, at least you know, yeah, like, I, I lost, I lost, yeah, like, yeah. at least you know that, like, at least it wasn't an actual misplay. Cause, like, the yeah. if it was an actual misplay, that would hurt way worse, right? I just, I just figured, like, on my end, I thought my, thought i would just thought my opponent would know how the the auto would work yeah yeah and you know i just oh he does now (laughs) he know yeah (laughs) so my head i was like man if i only played the eight drop none of this would happen (laughs) happen. but you know i played the cigarette full canadian yeah man yeah oh damn yeah but that's That's rough bro um the last round i gotta but, get the uh, sad violin match. playing right now <laughs> yeah go ahead and uh cue it up but uh <laughs> it was it was a great game like but he like super aggro me like super early in the game and i'm just like yo i cannot defend out of all these attacks <laughs> i'm just thinking it's, what it's he like, must have let that match like damn this card's pretty good like oh yeah he was like, oh, nice deck, man. That's pretty new, right? It's like, this is new, right? Yeah. Like, attack, 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 attack. Like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like that's, how, that's how Nice my new deck, felt. idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how I felt. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, but, man. I'm sorry. It was a great, it was, you know, for me not playing this deck at all, other than uh, playtesting with, uh, shout, shout out to uh, Sean. Uh, just playtesting with Sean. Sean, uh, no. Locals. Uh, it's my first tournament, obviously, with the deck. So I think I piloted it well. And uh, yeah, man. That's nice. It. Hell yeah. Well, I do have some more questions for you about the deck. But before we do, Zach, how did your last round go? All right, I'll, I'll be quick. Uh, I queued up against Red Broly. Um, so I, oh can, my god, what is uh, what is up with you and Red Broly, bro? Like, why do you keep do getting you, paired against this? I don't know, and I think I just have a mental block at this point where I just don't know how to play against it. So okay, <laughs> shout out to my to my opponent, Cabin Schwartz and Trooper. He got eighth. He was a really cool guy. Uh, I was a little salty after the match, um, and I kept telling him it wasn't because of him; it was because of the deck. I don't think he believed me, um, but I. To be honest, what's the deck, bro? Like, yo, if you're dude. listening, Caleb, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Zach. I like, I gotta laugh, bro. Like, the, like at this point, your it, cancer. 
it's just a meme at this point. Like, I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, there's not really much to say. He he roll, he won the die roll. Um, and then he made he he had his mulligan or he had us like draw six from the bottom, and then he hard mauled six, and then he opened the one drop astonishing potential, and then from there he just did red broly things. And I didn't see a Beerus or a cooler to try to punish him oh. by swinging into me. So I had to charge I had to charge a mono blue turn 1 I think and I still took 4 life and then I had to charge a blue red turn 2 and I still died. So like Oh my god. I don't like apart from running like I guess like Topo in the deck, I don't know how I win that matchup or if I even push it further than turn his turn 3. So that's rough, man. That's rough. Yeah. And just so you guys know the meme is that Zach took Android 16 and Nationals, which obviously was a phenomenal call, right? Like, phenomenal call. Android 16 got second place, right? Great call. Takes the deck and just <laughs> plays against, like, red aggro decks all day. Well, it was tragic in Nationals because it was round one. I was going to play against Android 21, and then we got repaired, and then I played against Red Broly. Red Broly. Red yeah, Broly. So oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Poor Zach. I'm sorry. That's whatever. But... Clearly, still, still end it well, right? Still end it well. Both, yeah. both of you made top sixteen, which is phenomenal. Uh, Hermit style coming just yeah. in with a huge finish, so super, super dope. Uh, I got a couple last questions for both of you. So, Trevor, I want to ask you though about Yamcha versus Videl. I've heard people going back and forth. I've heard literally people who I respect and think are good players on literally both ends of the conversation. Some people saying, "Yo." After this tournament, it's Videl. And then I have other people saying, there's no shot, I'm always playing Yamcha. So where like, where do you fall on what red counterplay to play and why? All right, obviously, I played Yamcha, correct? Yep, yep. All right. Oh, so I played that. Um, after the tournament, we're playing Videl. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah, you're playing Videl. Um, one reason, uh, I sold my Videls. <laughs> so... <laughs> I stole my Videl's before uh, just thinking that you can't play Videl in the deck. So, yeah. But uh, the Yamcha was basically me being greedy with Sin Shinron. Damn, you should have told because... me, Trevor. I just sold a place at SBR Videl's, bro. Oh, I got them back. I literally just got them back. So okay. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So, um, I'm really greedy about my Sin Shinron's uh, uh, counters on my Unison. So uh, Videl has Spirit Boost when you uh, counterattack with her. Um, it removes a marker off your unison. But my Sin Shenron, I, I, after my turn that I played it, um, it will have like four, four markers. And um, I like to use my Sin Shenron Snake 2 effect a lot. That's so, what I was saying. That's like, why I thought, I thought that you would stay with... I thought you were going to say I'm staying with Yamcha because of that reason. Yes, but then... People like showing me the ways of Videl and how the how counter windows work and shit. <laughs> so, uh, like the counter windows with, especially with the like I'm testing the Jaren Unison out right now. So, Jaren Unison with Videl and also with your uh, counter attack um, Goku, you can basically like kill anything within right. You go counter window uh, one, then counter window two. Yeah, counter window one, counter. Window two and plus the Jiren Unison that I'm still testing out, guys. Um, you can basically kill anything 
that like comes onto the board without uh, ha- that that doesn't have a um, barrier. And that probably but, um, naturally helps your Sin Shemron matchup that you were struggling with. Exactly, exactly. Um, Videl, it feels it feels good. I'm not gonna lie, it, it feels good. Like before, like I said, I didn't, I didn't play test as much. I only played with one person. Um, the deck, but the Videls, like after talking to Mike and you know him, just getting it to my head, saying, "Hey, this card is good. You should be playing this instead of Yamcha," because Yamcha sucks <laughs> because <laughs> Yamcha doesn't. And um, yeah. The Videl is good. Uh, when I was playtesting um, earlier tonight with uh, Mike, the Videl's it did feel good uh, with it. So, okay, nice. Yeah. So, so all right. So then that leads me into my next question. Then, do you think it's if you are as a player choosing to play Sin Shemron, you play Yamcha, and if you play Jiren, you play Videl, or are you just playing Videl no matter what unison you decide on? Uh, Videl all day. Wow. Okay. All right, very cool, very cool. Uh, but it makes sense for everything you said. That makes sense for sure. Um, all right, so Zach, I have a question. Actually, this is from someone in the Discord, and they wanted me to ask you this. Um, sure. So with Soul Striker, uh, obviously there's a lot of different variants. So I guess this is kind of a hard question to answer. So we can just cater it to Red Blue Soul Striker specifically. Uh, what do you think is better to play in this format, SS4 Vegeta or Soul Striker? Uh, SS, I mean, sorry, Soul Striker. Like, SS4 Vegeta was good with Galactic Buster, and now it has, like, little to no defense. Like, yeah, it has the three drop Vegeta, but, like, untapping, like, playing with two extra energy every single turn with Soul Striker is. It's like you're ramping, but you're not, right? Like, with the SS4 Vegeta, you have to have your life, you have to be at four to awaken, right? So your opponent has to swing into you. His awakening is draw one. And then on the backside, like, yes, he gets a second swing if they counter it. But like, I don't know. Just having the two extra energy open is just so nice, especially as a blue deck, because you have beans and Dimension Magics. And, and in the in this version, Beerus is to untap your, your non-mono blue energy. So you get to play with three, four, five energy extra every single turn. So it's like I have 10 energy to your seven, right? Because Vegeta probably ramps three times at that point or two times at that point. Yeah, yeah. So. Interesting. Okay, no, that's, pre- that's pretty cool. Did, did you come across any, like, blue hate for Soul Striker? Like, any untap hate? The whole day, no. Wow, I mean, but, okay. But no, no one was playing anything. But, like, even if they were playing, like, any of the one drops, like, I ran the cooler arrivals, which I would just minus 10 them and kill them so like i had built-in removal for them anyway so like i wasn't worried about it yeah that's super fair that's super fair so yeah right right yeah okay all right you 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 got me on board then with that that's the one thing i was always worrying about because in my head i'm like well ss4 has the extra energy they don't need to untap right because they just have it it's just available to them to use but to your point yeah you just you just pop it with cooler and that's it Right. Or like I was running a one of instinctive reprisal, which is basically the same thing yeah, for those little dope. weenies. Yeah. So like I had multiple ways to clear little one drops and the Gogeta Unison too. Like, yes, they can replay them and draw another card, but like they're wasting an energy to do that when they could be using their full energy count right. to like And they aren't soul strikers, push. so they, they don't right. have the So they're paying too. their four their one energy to then be down an energy for the turn, which inevitably I will win that game because I'll just burn you to death and you have to and that's all you want to do is delay the game till then. So Right, exactly. Exactly. That makes perfect sense actually. 
Cool. All right. Well, there you go. Um, that was from Patrillo. I don't know if I said your name right, but sorry. <laughs> but he literally like just asked it like before we came on, and I was like, "Oh, I'll ask that." Okay. Sure. So yeah, there, there you go. There's, there's your answer. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, both of you had an incredible finish. Any, like, anything else that you didn't talk about about your decks that you wanted to mention before we start wrapping this up? Um. I mean, the one, I guess I could say like the minor tweaks that I would make, I would be maybe swapping the death beam out for a, a third cap low, just because death beam is too specified red. So I like never cast it except to invoke it into the drop to then warp it to then grab it back again. So right. it would just give me more consistency to see cap blow like in the one in the round seven match where I didn't see one, it would give me another option to see it. So. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. That, that makes sense. I, I, I agree with that. Um. Okay. Cool. Trevor, anything else you wanted to add, or any change, other changes that we haven't talked about that you want to make? Uh, changes to the deck. Um, I don't have too much changes uh, to the deck right now, but I, I am, like I said uh, just now, I am putting out the Jiren Unison right now with the Videl, and that's like the big, huge change that uh, with the deck I have been playtesting with, uh, just a couple hours ago, but um. It feels even better uh, on Saturday, so just a little tad bit stronger, and uh, I just gotta, you know, still play test with the deck, and you know, I'm just having fun with the deck also because oh, yeah, uh, the deck's sick. I have, I, like, you have I you have played, a max rarity, other than I the have, god rare. Yeah, exactly. Like I haven't played red since set nine. I was playing Cooler Mill back then. I remember this then, actually. <laughs> I do and ever this. since then I haven't played red after I stopped playing that uh playing that deck and Oh yeah, because someone stole your freaking coolers, right? Yeah. Yo, someone stole my whole deck when I was at New Jersey uh regional summer. Oh New man, I remember that. Yeah. yeah I had oh. yo, I had everything. It was max rarity, right? Blink. It was max rarity, bro. Oh like, my god. Yeah. Like Beerus super combos, like that's day, oh, it hurts. That's terrible. But anyway, anyway, um, ever since then I haven't played red, but it's my first time playing red and and uh so long. So I'm actually hyped playing playing this deck again. So hell yeah, yeah, I really want to play it, but man, the prices on like these red staples are just too good. So I <laughs> I started selling them all, oh, <laughs> and luckily I already had all the staples. There, so. okay, there you go, there you go. All right, cool. Well, uh, I guess we are at the point where we do shout outs to which my fiance will probably make. She makes fun of me every time she hears shout outs <laughs> on any like Dragon Ball video. She thinks it's she thinks it's really funny and corny and tacky. So Why? <laughs> but we, but we got to do it. I, I know. Yeah, I know. But she, yeah, she loves to make fun of me for it. <laughs> so shout outs. Go take it away. Whoever. Where is that? uh okay so like i said the start of the our segment uh shout out to um nick for put me on that i guess put me on the deck he like gave it to me um it was funny i didn't actually get the link but i had to make it from memory uh, shout out to sublet <laughs> and chesco nick for being helpful but not <laughs> well i didn't want to bother him with it so i was like whatever i'll just build it it's fine uh sublet chesco who were testing it a little bit and then that helped nick tweak his version of it and then shout out to frisco for just creating it in general um 
because the deck was really fun. And he actually did hit me up afterwards, and we were talking a little bit about it. So that was really cool. So, um, and then I guess shout out to the Virginia boys uh, for hosting and having some playtesting sessions the night before. That was sick. Hell yeah! They they helped me out there. Trev, you're up. Broken. Yo, um, yo, shout out to, um, Ike, I guess, you know, you the one that I guess he, all right, I'll give him the credit. All right. I know he wants to hear this. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Mike, for, you know, telling me to play uh, the red deck, you know, I know he wants to hear it. I know he's grinning right now, but, um, yeah, shout out to Mike, shout out to Sean, you know, helping me play test and everybody at Comic Kings that, um, Allow me to play test with them also. And um you know, shout out to the team, bro. Hermit style. Yes, sir. It in. Yes, sir. Yeah. You guys showed out for the team. So uh you guys killed it. And Armando was up there with it actually it was pretty cool. Wasn't it like you guys right in a row? I think it was uh He was tenth, Trev was eleventh, and then I was tied for twelfth. Yeah. But there's someone there is uh a super shy guy between me and Trev. Who was yeah. who's also in the Discord, yeah, long time Discord was, member, so Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's yep. sick. That's so sick. So we were literally Good for him. Tenth, eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty yeah. sick. That's pretty sick. But so, wait, 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 one more shout out. Okay, one go, go, go. Yo, shout out shout out to my boy Najee, you know. Uh he's playing He's playing again? Uh, still. He's, he's he's been playing in I think in South Carolina. Okay, but uh, he's coming back. He's coming back to Virginia too. Uh, oh you know, hell yeah! So shout so shout out to Najee. Hell yeah, that's hype! I didn't know he was coming back. That's I'm stoked for yeah. that actually. Sweet. Yeah. All right, well guys, I think that wraps us up. I appreciate you both coming on. I'm sure you'll be back on again soon. And congrats again. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, and before uh, I let you go, don't forget to check out their deck profiles. You want to see their lists. Uh, Trevor, and of course, support the homie, the hermit homie, my local homie, Trevor Broken TCG. His YouTube link is in every single description for the podcast, so it's very easy to find. Uh, So make sure you are subscribed, give his video a thumbs up, and then same thing for Zach, he's got his deck profile up on UniXDBS with Chris Spencer. Show him some love, give the video a like, and check out their builds. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Results of training. All right, so uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed that. I know I did. Really, really cool to see how their days, and some parts were similar, some parts different, and especially hearing about their builds, hearing Trevor play you know, the new meta deck. Some people are saying that's the biggest deck in the room right now. And then um, you've got Zach who came in with a more rogue build with, with Red Blue Soul Striker. And it, it's known, you know, there was people who played it in a recent event. Um, obviously, he shouted out Frisco. Frisco made the deck. So it's been known about, but it's definitely not as widely played. So really, really cool to hear his experience as well. But it is time for results of training, of course, brought to you by Promats. And I have great news Promats, our wonderful sponsor, is making Hermit-style cloth mats. I've got the pre-order now up in the Discord, so if you would like to get one, please sign up. Let me know. Um, You do need to pay first, and then basically pre-orders will end next Friday. So today is the 18th, so on the 25th, pre-orders will end, and I don't know if I will ever print these again. So we'll see, but it's I'm not getting extras. I'm not getting extras, so I'm only printing what you want. So if you want one... 
go order it now. Um, they are a little expensive, but they're cloth mats that, you know, cloth mats are a premium product and they're custom and we're, it's going to be a relatively small order. So that does increase the price, but many people ask for them. I said, Hey, you know, it'll probably be somewhere between 60, $70. And people said, yeah, we want them. So you got it. But either way, even if you don't want a hermit style cloth mat, check out Promats. They are the best mats in the game. Amazing product, amazing quality. Promats-customs.com. You can pick up a play mat with all of your favorite DBS characters today. Again, that's Promats-customs.com. Okay, so results training today. I'm doing my tournament report. I'm going to keep this quick. I know this this podcast is a bit of a longer one. Um and it'll be easy to do because my day ended pretty quickly. So Saturday, I played Blue Baby. Uh, I was intending to play Hatchack, but I didn't have enough time to really get a deck list I was confident in together. I didn't have as much time as I would have liked to test it. And I just tested a lot more Baby. Um, so I wanted to play that. The only thing was I didn't have any new cards and the build of Baby I was playing with used the new Realm of the Gods card and the new Goku six drop. And I didn't have them. So I was like, oh, dude, I really want to play it. And without these cards, because like it was a significant change. It was like a five card difference, I think. So that's significant, right? And I was like, all right, I'll do it. So instead of playing Realm of the Gods, I played some Gohan Piccolos and a Max Power. And I honestly, it was probably the only thing I didn't like about the deck, like for best of one. Like, because there's matchups where Gohan Piccolo is great, right? But in best of one, it was just clogging my hand with these off color cards. And at times it felt really bad. So. Realm of the Gods would have fixed that in a lot of situations. But um, anyways, the deck felt amazing. Deck felt amazing, guys. Blue Baby is 100% a fantastic deck choice right now. I don't care what anybody says. Um, you know, Mike got 19th place with it, right? Could have been top 16. Like, <laughs> it just bubbled out. Like, the deck, very, very strong. Um, I need some tweaking to do to it now that I have more information and data about what people are playing. Uh, but deck's very good. Very, very good. Uh, round one played against Sin Shenron. Uh, build them out. That was basically it. It was just they couldn't get around my floodgates. Like, yes, I understand Sin Shenron plays cooler. Luckily for me in that matchup, he didn't see cooler. But either way, I also play Boo Unison. So it's like, yes, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to play a floodgate into cooler when I know it'll lose me the game, right? So we've got the blocker set up. We have other things we can fall back on. Like we're never putting ourselves in a position as blue baby. At least we're not trying to, right? Where a they can cooler us for game, right? And obviously sometimes you lose, right? And it doesn't happen, but you're always trying to set your game up. So that way you're never put yourself in a position where A, it's not an attack that can't be blocked or a card that can't be bottom decked with boo, or it's an attack that even if they cooler it and you don't have a fallback option, it's not a lethal attack. So those are like the two big, big things you just have to remember. You ha always have to play around cooler and put yourself, you're really defending at four. You do not want to go down to three versus that deck either. So, well, ultimately you just mill them. You know, uh, at one point I got sealed. He had 20 cards in hand and I was like, cool. <laughs> like, does, doesn't matter. Like the combo math does not matter in this matchup. So um, alternatively, you can play for the win. You really have to base it off how the Sinchermon player is playing. He was flying through his deck though. So I just went for the mill route, uh, but great opponent. Shout out to him. Very, very nice guy. Very nice guy. I, um, very respectful. Very, very cool guy. Hopefully he did well. I believe I saw his name up in top cut in one of the tournaments. So that's pretty cool. Uh, round two, I played against Red U7 Goku. I'm not going to lie. Free win for baby. Red U7 Goku 
extremely difficult to beat Blue Baby. There's just too much defense. Like, yeah, you can even play the Vegito unison. I, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I just have enough normal negates. You're not going to get through. Like, you're <laughs> the deck not going to kill me. I have a perfect record versus that deck. I would have to draw extremely poorly, and you'd have to draw very, very well and side in. I don't know. Like, I guess if you play four Vegeta Resolve Renewed, four Omens, two Vegito unisons, maybe some B Response. Okay, maybe, you know, hey, bro, may, maybe you got it. If you're siding 10 plus cards for that, maybe. You sneak enough attacks through that you can kill me. Honestly, I still doubt it. Like that matchup feels very free for baby. And I think is a big reason why baby can succeed right now because red is so popular and baby has always had a great red matchup unless they're playing like some of the burn decks can be a little bit more difficult, but I don't know. And in tournament play for the formats, I've played baby every red deck always been a very positive matchup. I always felt like I was in control of the matchup. So, so far testing very, very well for baby. Uh, so we got that. We milled them out again. Round three, I played against um, Trunks Jita and that matchup was just very unfortunate. I was, <laughs> I was pissed when I saw this guy's deck list because, um, how do I put this? All right. On the podcast, I'm not going to say anything about my opponent. Okay. I won't say anything, but I will talk about his deck list. He drew every one of he needed that he played in the deck. He drew both coolers and he drew enough to evolve two trunks and a Vegeta. Uh, Bergamo'd on curve to tap me out and also played the eight drop that he also saw on curve to play and get his triple strike in. So I'm just like, bro, what? Like, come on. All right, cool. He drew the God hand. I literally never say this about my opponents, but I'm, that match was just silly. <laughs> like, <laughs> that match was actually just silly. Um, yeah. Anyways, I won't say any more. <laughs> if you want to talk to me more about it, I'll, talk, I'll tell you about what happened in private. <laughs> but we lose that one. We lose that one. Whatever. Uh, next round, I play against King Cold. And uh, I actually, it was funny. My opponent was the guy who won Card of Magicka last year with Blue Baby. Um, ironically, he told me that he decked his deck out so it doesn't lose the blue baby. And you know, he was right. Uh, best of one, I basically played against a hand control deck. I didn't play against King Cold. He was playing Ribrian, he was playing Rosie, he was playing Zamasu's, uh, which I mean, Zamasu's fine, that's whatever. But when you got all that in best of one and I don't see my draw apes, like, yeah, you're gonna win, man. Like, I saw two draw apes was not enough. I uh, could not keep up. It, it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. He was playing, I think he's playing Cell EDK, like just a ton of hand control cards. And that is, that is definitely a blue baby's weakness. Now we're talking pre-side. You know, we bring in those Deboras and we hope for the best, but best of one, you play a really, really hard aggro or not aggro, a really hard hand control matchup. Very difficult for blue baby. So I was two, two at the end of round four. I, honestly, I didn't feel good. I was getting over being sick. And Elden Ring was calling my name. I was like, you know what? I don't want to sit here for another five rounds. I was going to drop. <laughs> so I dropped. Obviously, most X2s got in. So should I have played? Probably. But I enjoyed my day. You know, I didn't feel good. I laid on the couch for the rest of the day. Started feeling a little bit better. I was like, you know, I'll play again tomorrow. Unfortunately, the next day, I had a few things come up. And I did not actually have any time to play. So I didn't play one round the next day. And I just got my participation. That was it. 
So that was my weekend. The start at webcam regionals, but you know, it's okay. There's going to be plenty. We're going to come back. I think blue baby's in a very good spot. Yes. I went two two. I had a yellow player that drew the nuts on me and I played against a King Cole player that played his deck as hand control. It is what it is. That's just, that's literally just best of one. It happens sometimes. Um, you know, same, same thing happened to Mike that day. Mike played hatch and had some unfortunate matchups actually played against Zach. Like you heard earlier. And, uh, you know, it just happens. It's best of one. So you can't, there's too much variability that, you know, you can't take them all down. But I will say, if you're feeling well and you're not sick like me, definitely finish your day if you're X2 in these, because clearly X2 can top. Um, if I knew that many X2s made it to at least top 32 and got their Vegeta card, I may have kept playing. <laughs> Probably should have. Um, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I got to rest. The rest probably was more impactful for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my results of training. Uh, I'm telling you guys, Blue Baby is back. Blue Baby is back. No one's going to listen. No one's going to play it. Uh, but hey, it is it is a real deck right now. I'm sure of it. I am sure of it. So we'll see how it pans out. But um, yeah, I think it's a very, very strong choice. Very strong choice. If I'm playing blue, I'm just going to play blue baby at this point. Obviously, Soul Striker, dope deck. Zach did some really cool things with it. Uh, maybe a little tougher in a pre-sided match. Uh, but best of one, I think it's a great choice. You know? I, I think baby's got a better spread, to be honest with you. I think baby may actually have a better spread. But let me know what you guys think. That's just my thoughts and opinions. I will say, every time I bring this up, someone has to tell me baby sucks because of the errata. I, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong, okay? And I <laughs> I can't be any more direct than that. The errata is not that big of a deal. It can be slightly annoying in the early game, yes. You just have to play the deck slightly differently now. And once you hit turn 5-6, it doesn't matter. Literally does not matter. You have the energy anyways. So errata, really not that big of a deal. Really what it did was balance the deck. Like if there was no errata, the deck would be bonkers right now. So... The errata was actually, I think, very, very good. It balanced the deck very well. I think Baby's still a top-tier deck, but it just helped to bring it down just enough that it's a little bit more fair. So, anyways, I will stop rambling and ranting. Let's get into see what we've got from Manaka. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaka? Manaka's delivery service. Manaka's delivery service. Okay. So, Manaka's delivery service. I will answer only one question today because uh, obviously it's going pretty long. Um, let's see. So, I've got a question from... Dun, 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 looking, looking, looking. Uh, I've got a question from Bamba. Okay, Bamba said, What's your favorite leader or archetype for set 16? Uh Man, I feel like such a dweeb for saying this, but it's Ready 7 Goku. Like, that deck is so sick. Like, you can't look at those cards and tell me you don't want to play with them. Those cards are beautiful. Uh, Ready 7, really cool deck. It's definitely up my alley. I wish that my pools were better because I was planning on playing it, but I'm sadly going to be getting... I got rid of all my red staples already to try and compensate for how bad my cases were. So, you know, I already have black built for Hatch and Vic X. I've got blue built for Baby. I really wanted to build red, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll I'll let I'll convince Trevor to let me borrow his deck one day for locals so I can feel as cool as he does. 
But yes, yeah, that deck's sick. Like amazing deck. I think the design team did a phenomenal job with it. It's a tier one deck, but it's not overpowered. It's not tier zero by any means. Um, I don't even think it's the best red deck, but it's very fun to play. It's beginner friendly. It can top events. Clearly, we see multiple and top cuts both days or at least day one. I can't remember what happened day two from this past weekend. Um, I need to get all the results. I'll do that on another podcast. I'll, I'll compile some results for, for everybody so we can talk about that. But regardless, it topped, right? So strong deck, great choice, very fun to play, awesome characters, awesome art. It's honestly everything I would want in a deck. Like, honestly, me talking about it is just upsetting me. So I'm going to stop because I want to play with it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'll do one more, though. I'll do one more. Um, Shadow Reaper, uh, shout out to you for being a patron. Um, he said, what were your favorite 90s cartoons growing up? Favorite 90s cartoons. Oh man, that's, that's a good question. So 90s cart, I'm trying to think like, what did I watch? Like I think back on my childhood and all I think about is like Pokemon and Dragon Ball. <laughs> like I watched a lot of Pokemon and a lot of Dragon Ball. Uh, 90s cartoons though I'm literally googling it right now to make sure I don't say something from like the early 2000s because I feel like I will but I'm looking at a picture right now so if this picture's wrong don't be mad at me it's the, it's Google's first image but out of all these bro rocket power rocket power was my shit when I was younger rocket power such a cool show had the best theme song by far and just just a phenomenal show like very seldom do we see shows that like showcase that many action kind of sports like that. So I thought that was really sweet. But yeah, like I see Hey Arnold on here. Eh, that wasn't really my thing. I watched some Rugrats when I was like really little, but I don't count that. Um, I see like Cat Dog. This show was okay. I watched it some. I saw Doug. I wasn't a big fan of Doug. I see like the Thornberries. They're all right. Like I watched them, but not great. But Rock Rocket Power though, Rocket Power is my jam. That That show, phenomenal, phenomenal. But that is it, guys. I am going to wrap us up here. Um, I always finish these with a shout out as well for one of our patrons. So I'd want to give a special shout out to Fallen Knights. Fallen Knights is a subscriber of the Patreon, and he's actually been a longtime Discord member now. Um, so Fallen Knights, shout out to you. I really do appreciate you and your support of the show. I hope that everything is paying off. And, um, you know, if you do want to take your game to the next level, get in on some strategic articles, videos, gameplay, even coaching, uh, hop in the Hermistyle Patreon. We've got a lot of really cool stuff in there. I'm actually going to be working on a couple of strategy articles now. Uh, one will be reviewing in-depth results from the last two tournaments and talking about how we capitalize on that as we move into the next set of tournaments for this format. And then I'm also going to be writing a couple different just general strategy articles. Uh, the last one I did was on hand advantage and it was like a deep dive analysis and a hand advantage in the Dragon Ball Super card game. So I'm going to, man, I have a few topics. I'm not going to spoil it yet. Maybe I'll tell, I'll, I'll say it next week once I actually write the article and commit to it. But I've got a couple of mine that are pretty cool. But either way, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you, and you really want to support or just want to take your game to the next level, consider joining the Patreon. We have all different tiers. So that way you can find the one that's perfect for you and all different kinds of benefits. Uh, one thing that was really cool that I do that's not listed on Patreon is I do little impromptu live streams. At, they're really hangouts where like the day before the tournament, the night before I hung out in the Patreon chambers for like over an hour. 
I had my deck list laid out so you could look at my deck that I was going to play. We were talking, chatting, people were coming in, um, just having really good discussions about the game. So there's a lot of hidden perks as well that you may not see from the outside that we do also have for the patrons. So it is a cool place to be. Check it out. But that is it. I'm done rambling. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope everyone playing at Fest succeeds. And, you know, hopefully we see more Hermit Homies in the top cut. But I'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah, I got the real one.